And we are live. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Realist Podcast in the Dunya of the Three Muslims. How are you two doing today? Alhamdulillah. Wa alaikum assalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I'm doing good. Bro, look at Anha looking so fresh, mashallah. Mashallah, bro. You're looking cozy uh, there, bro. <laughs> looking cozy. So, we got some comments right now. You know, we got Hamza himself writing, what did, what did I do? You know, I think it's it's imperative, absolutely imperative that you know, number one, we give a quick little disclaimer before we get into this, right? This stream is not intended to bash Hamza or attack Hamza. That's not what we're trying to do, right? But if you guys know Hamza, you know, he's a pretty unfiltered guy. He has a second channel called Hamza Unfiltered. I don't even think that was necessary because Hamza himself is just always unfiltered. And that's something I admire and respect about him. He, and I'm sure the other two brothers can agree too. He sparked um, something in us, perhaps that many of us men lose recently when it comes to you know physical self-improvement and stuff like that so you know kudos towards you but he did make a video about sneeko called don't end up like sneeko he gave his two cents he said what was necessary he spoke his truth so that's what we're gonna do today um and hamza bro inshallah you watch this and uh again we're doing this out of love so about five months ago hamza got on a podcast right i'm sure you guys wonder remember this and uh, let's just quickly recap what that was. If you guys missed it, I'm just going to put it right up. And Rami asked him this question very candidly on the show. Where are you in terms of coming back to Islam? Seems like it's a, uh, a process. <laughs> like I, It's not something I could just like jump into. I can't imagine it's something that'll be quick. Uh, with everything you guys are saying, with, for example, praying and fasting, it's like my mind's automatically seeing the progressive overload variation. So it's like, instead of fasting for the entire month, try it for a day or try it with water, but not with food. And I'm, I'm taking like the, um, what, what feels less friction for me, mm -hmm. because it, it seems like a huge lifestyle change. And you guys know it when like, we were actually supposed to have a pro podcast previously yeah. and I literally bailed beforehand. Cause like the pressure got to me and I literally like, I got symptoms of being sick and like trauma and everything, like just uprising yeah. because as I said it in, um, I think it was one of our messages in the group chat. Like, it's 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 extremely painful to have your views challenged. Yeah. There's a lot of like processing that needs to go on, and I need to spend like a couple of days with my journal. So one of the ideas that I did get is after this conversation, I'm sure we'll speak, and I'm going to organize like a couple of days where I'm just like I'm away for technology. All I've got is just like a pen and a piece of paper. And I'm just going to see what comes out. That's, that's beautiful, bro. Alhamdulillah. And thank you, man, for sharing that. I, I had to ask, bro. Like, after this call, I'm like, I need to know what this guy's, you know, at spiritually. It's a beautiful thing. Do you have a Quran in your house? No, I, I just felt like we were talking with him again. Yeah, me I too. I know, bro. Literally, it's such a nice guy, bro. Although, I feel so, honestly, I feel so bad. I look at him like, you know, miskeen. Like, it's like, it's, lo it's like looking at a little brother, to be honest, man. May Allah guide him. I mean, bro, and, and one thing I wanted y'all to, you know, I want to see if you guys agree with me in this, but he so genuinely seems very sincere and very genuine. Yeah. Not like, you know, he's out here trying to, you know, post haram or talk about XYZ that doesn't agree with Islam out of any ill intent or anything like that. You know, I believe, and I can't confirm this because someone commented this, but he's been on a, he hashed the beef per se with Sneeko lately, you know, on the stream. And Sneeko asked him point blank, bro, are you Muslim? And he said, no. So I do want to say that I, I appreciate, you know, and before, you know, the Khawarish come after me, I appreciate that he's very open about, you know, claiming that he's not Muslim because it's generally not from him. You know, we see a lot of brothers today that claim to be Muslim and sisters too. May Allah protect us from living a lifestyle that is directly 
antithesis, antithesis to Islam, but at least he is, you know, open enough and transparent enough to say that, no, I'm not Muslim. I am curious. And recently he's been, you know, making some remarks about Islam. That's kind of what we want to react to today and dissect. But what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think he's sincere, man. I think even in that first clip, he was saying just very common things. Like he's taking the path of least friction. The first time he tried to come on, he felt sick. You know, this is just very, very natural things. It's clearly a big deal to him. And I think that's actually something that's beautiful because imagine if it was something that just doesn't matter to him. It's like, maybe I'll be Muslim, maybe not. Who cares? It's, it's not like that. And I think that's a very beautiful thing. And I think that shows real sincerity. And I didn't tell you guys this, but last night I just, I, I was overcome by something. I'm like, I, I just need to message this guy. So I sent him a message and offered to send the Quran that we actually offered to send like a year ago. Um, and uh, as of now, nothing, alhamdulillah, has kind of developed. So inshallah, mm. we'll see. But I, I just want to get to the brother of Quran, man. Yeah, bro. Mahad writes, is this live? Boys, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either, bro. I want to say it's pre-recorded and we time travel, but then we're going to have people on our case being like, brothers, it's haram to joke or whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> subhanAllah. Okay, let's go through some of these comments. May Allah make him Muslim. Ameen. 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 He's very sincere. Uh, again, Hamza is a genuine guy. May Allah guide him. Um, okay, cool. So, first, before we go into this stream, may Allah bless you all for joining and tuning in. Please smash that like button. only takes a second. The more likes and comments that we get on this, the more it gets promoted. And inshallah, Hamza can see this. Because, again, we have his contact. He has our contact. We haven't spoken in a while, you know. And we're always here from Hamza. Even if you made it this far, bro, off-camera thing, we're always down. Even if you don't want to record it, if there's too much pressure. Because I'll be honest with you. I spoke to Hamza before we did that podcast. I think you guys remember. And that call was pretty much almost as long as our actual podcast, bro. And we covered a lot. So, and again, not going to air anything. And, and this is why we do this. We don't really care about just views and posting anything. We like posting things, obviously, because you can, you know, there's more baraka. You can inspire more people. But at the end of the day, Hamza, if you want to do it personally, we can do it too. You know? Someone wrote which Hamza. Get him on stream. Hamza, bro, open invite, bro. You got my number. Inshallah. We can get you with the stream yard invite. Inshallah. Yeah, we're giving uh, OG Labs uh, uh, a break. Yeah. Let's see. M.A. writes, I think Hamza is letting clout get to his head. Allahu Alam. Only Allah knows. And that's preventing him from considering religion. No, I think, see, with a lot of brothers and sisters, there's a lot of like, you know, childhood trauma, biases, things that are holding them back too. So it's not always just one dimensional. Yeah, I think a lot of people fail to realize too that we're all on our own journey. And it's, when someone's, it's their time, it's their time. Can't force someone. Hmm. Yeah. Also, I think something else that people forget is that it's all in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In many exactly. places in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, says that people will not will for themselves to come to Islam unless Allah wills. So, yani, Allahu alam how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, if it's going to happen. But if it mm. does, it's only by the will of Allah. And listen, it could be us. It could be we talk to him and something clicks for him and Allah opens his heart. He accepts Islam on stream. Or it might be a random guy in the street that he sees and something just like, you know, hits him deep down. 
Shen shiver, yeah. sends shivers down his spine. He's like, I need to, I need to become Muslim. Allahu Alam. No one knows. And bro, it might not be anything. It might not be anything that anyone says. It might just be him doing what he's naturally doing right now. Because what he's doing is bringing him to his natural fitra. Mm. And when you get to the natural fitra, I was talking to, uh, I was, I said, uh, I just let that pass actually. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. Um, bro. Um, one thing I did want to touch on before we go right into this is I get this question a lot, and people are always like, okay, you know, Allah guides who he was, right? I'm sure we as Muslims, a lot of non Muslims know this too. You know, it's up to Allah to guide. It's not in our hands. So why does Allah just guide some people and not guide other people? Am I just not destined to be guided? If I'm not guided, is it is it is it really my fault if Allah guides who he was? Well, Actually, oh, yeah. sorry, I thought you were asking. No, go ahead. <laughs> it was a rhetorical. No worries, bro. Ram, Rami's already in Sheikh mode, bro. Mashallah, may Allah bless you, bro. You ready? Oh, um, but I do want to hear what you have to say about it. But Allah, you know, Allah swears by this, and you know, Allah says this in Surah Al Baqarah that. You know, Allah doesn't misguide anyone except those who are defiantly disobedient. So we got to ask ourselves too, like, if Allah guarantees that he doesn't misguide anyone except those that want to be misguided and those that are defiantly disobedient, those that can't put their ego and pride aside, then you got to ask yourself, is it really you or is it Allah? Yeah. And if you think about it, just kind of as a, as a, another, just kind of further the discussion. If you think about it, that's the most logical thing to say. So what are you going to say? that Allah doesn't cause people to be guided or Allah doesn't cause people to be misguided, then you're kind of saying that there's something that Allah doesn't have a grand overarching view and command over. So the most logical thing is that Allah guides who he wills and he misguides or leads astray or lets go astray who he wills. Because if you were to say that Allah doesn't allow people to go, mis uh, you know, be misguided, then you would say that there's something people are doing that Allah is not allowing and that wouldn't make sense. So it's the most... Mm. It's just the most logical thing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he looks at people, they say to the heart, if they're disobedient, if they're good or bad people, good or bad people. I use those terms loosely because, you know, people are going to think, oh, good means that he's he's nice to people. That Good can mean many different things. Bad can mean many different things. But Allah looks at these people, determines the state of their heart and just knows this person is not going to be guided. And not because mm. Allah is just like, you know, he wants to, but I'm not going to give it to him. It's because Allah has given him signs. He's rejected it. He's just become one of the kuffar. And he's just not going to come to Islam. Mm -hmm. And yo, real quick, boys, I'm going to mute y'all. Because remember, I got the, the crappy audio interface. So I say, you know, just for StreamYard, whenever one of us speaks, um, other people stay uh, muted. And then whenever you speak, you can just unmute it. So inshallah, um, I'm done talking, bro. I'll put on the, the clip and I'm going to mute myself. Uh, before we do, we got a quick super chat um, from Brother Daniel. One month ago, Allah guided me to your, to your channel. May Allah bless you. I was to continue giving beneficial content. I mean, um, yeah. So with that being said, let's go right into the clip. I'm going to pause it like halfway through so we can, you know, give our thoughts. Bismillah. We've got AFHZY. What's your opinion of Islam as a way of life? I've made videos a while ago saying I respect Islam. I still do. Just something that I've like, I've had such a hindrance, like such a block to be able to to consider. I, I keep getting thoughts to to buy like an Eng English version of the Quran and to read it. Hopefully, it's like a lot of the the um, the holy books are quite hard to read, even in English translation. But if it was easy enough to read and you know understand, it, I think that would be it would be so much development there. So what do you guys think about that first bit where he's saying some of the holy books are hard to read? 
Some are. Like maybe he read the Bible or something. <laughs> Wait, let me there we go. <laughs> but um mashallah. Maybe maybe he read the Bible, but I think the Bible is extremely difficult to read at times. The Quran, it's not difficult to read, it's just not like in kind of a chronological order. It has like a ring composition that people might think is a bit difficult to read. But when you read it looking for the message purely and you're not looking for any kind of chronology or anything like that, and you're just taking what it's giving you, it's very easy to read. Wallah, it's very easy to read, especially the clear Quran that I just pulled out, because this one is, th is the, the thematic version. So you could see this, you can't read it, but I'll read it for you. This verse or these verses specifically, it classifies it as dying in a state of disbelief. And this one, rejecting the truth. And this one, warning against evil influence. So actually, breaks it down for you. It's in English, so obviously it's kind of a, a reduced language compared to Arabic, so you're not going to get the full value, but you'll still get uh, a beautiful, beautiful chunk of the value. Many people have read this book, even in English, and they've come to the conclusion that this has to be from God. It's like it's reading. It's like it's, it's Allah speaking to me, subhanahu wa ta'ala. I think Anhil might have had a similar experience, but I'll let you talk about that, inshallah. So one thing I want to touch on, bro, and people are wondering, yo, what is that book all of you guys pulled up? Yes, it is the Quran, but it is, just as Brother Rami mentioned, the clear Quran, right? Which is a very simplified translation of it. Um, maintains the message, but it's very clear, just like its name intended, and it's very easy to understand. Um, so inshallah, you know, Brother Hamza, if you made it this far, or, you know, you want to reach out to us, we'd love to get you a copy of this, and we can answer any questions that you might come across, inshallah, along the way. It's, again, not complex, not rocket science, anything like that. Um, before we resume the video, Anhal, just unmute you. Do you want to talk on a little bit about your journey with the Quran period after you accepted Islam almost two years ago and why you think this translation is a little bit clearer for reverts? Bro, didn't we talk about this in the podcast with him? I don't think we spoke about the clear Quran specifically. Oh, okay. Well, first off, bro, Hamza, if if you somehow get this man, like, come on, bro. We told you send us your location. We'd send you a Quran. Like, it's, you talking about, you've been thinking about reading it. Like, bro, send, send location, bro. We're not trying to smash you. We're trying to send you the Quran, bro. But in terms of my experience, man, with the Quran, like the first one that I read was a like super old English one. And like even even that being super complicated and, and just very hard to grasp, that was still clear enough to where the message was received. That's what's crazy. That's what's really crazy. Then I read the entire thing. Second time, I actually read it on my phone. They had an app. It was better English, but not proper, proper. That one was um a little better, but again, like the message still was going through. Like whatever Allah wills is going to happen. If, if you're meant to receive something, there's nothing in this world that will stop that from coming to you. Likewise, if you're not meant to receive something, there's nothing in this world that can make that happen make that come to you you know you see what i'm saying here but the third quran that i read was the clear quran this one that we're telling you about right now and let me tell you something bro this one has been the best one because the english is proper english and has footnotes so it, it breaks things down and gives you more context more information to where you can really just get a true grasp a true understanding 
of the Quran, at least as close as possible without reading the actual Arabic Quran. Mm, beautiful, bro. I appreciate you for saying that, bro. You, I hope you saw that comment, Charizard, with the drip. Um, we did get a question that I wanted to address. Um, so I'm going to quickly mute myself. Rami, do you want to address this? Yeah, so you can get the Quran at, uh, I think, theclearquran.com. You can also get it on Amazon. A few other sites uh, would sell it. Uh, you can also go to the local mosque. A lot of them have them, at least down here in uh, like the GTA area. Um, the many places you can get them from, inshallah. It's not expensive. I think like maybe 13 to 20 Canadian dollars, you'll get it. I include shipping probably. Mm, okay, Sounds good. And guys, we are going to be doing a live Q&A this Sunday. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please, any questions not related to the stream, just hold your horses until Sunday, inshallah. And we'll go right back into this reaction. Bro, you can get a clear Quran for like four four bucks. Yeah, it's cheap, bro. Yeah. It's cheap, but it's priceless, bro, if you know what I mean. Or you can get it for free if you go to the masjid and just ask them for one. That's true. That's true. What the hell? Fahad is kind of like a basketball player hoop bro i ain't even a hooper bro if you're looking for a hooper it's brother anhel and rami over here break anyone's ankles bro bismillah let's go right back into it for me to look into this it's so weird that i have such a big block doing that i've, I've had this thought of okay just go into instagram and just just order a, a quran to your address and i just don't i just don't because i, I don't know maybe it's like facing responsibility it's facing you know there's a, a level of fear involved there's a level of like hesitation and i just kind of push it off my mind then i hear about islam again and you know it pops into my mind six months later a year a year later a month later or something and you know i see the three muslims podcast they're doing bits as well And that's wow. why we are making this video because there is no level of self-improvement that anyone should have today that does not include Islam. But what do you guys think about that, bro? He said there's a block you know, he's feeling. Aside from the, the block before I let y'all go, I, I just want to, you know, give my... I don't even know what to say. I, I just want to say, like, I, I, I respect the fact that he's asking for constructive criticism. That's that's a big thing, you know, to be able to like ask for that. Usually we want praise and we want people to agree with us, but to ask for constructive criticism, like, like it's, oh, it's that's real sincere, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I genuinely do think he is um, sincere. I, I genuinely do. And even him saying like that's it's very common. I think that maybe he doesn't realize that it's very common for people to block certain things out when they know in the back of their head that it's going to lead to some kind of tension or struggle or hardship and they just want life to be easy but and this is a question genuine question for him and everyone else you know how masculine is it how manly is it to put something off because you know it's going to cause resistance mm. especially when you know that 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 thing might be the truth might be good might be beneficial might be efficient mm. might be whatever it is you know why would you want to take or choose to take the easy route as opposed to the difficult route if it's better? Isn't that the whole point of the red pill analogy that blue pill is like soft and easy and it's a lie, but at least it's easy. And red pill is, is the truth, but it's difficult to accept. But at least you have the truth. Isn't that the whole like red pill analogy? So mm. when, and that's, that's why people try to kind of link Islam and red pill like, oh, you know, they're they're one of the same because Islam is the truth and red pill is supposed to be the truth. And 
we don't use those analogies. We don't care about them. We don't care about the red pill philosophy. We, it's obviously un-Islamic in a lot of places. But just to kind of resonate to their way of thinking, would it not be the most red pill thing to take that route that you know is probably most beneficial? Just a question. Mm. See, I like that you said that, bro. And quickly to recap this. Is this pre-recorded? Yeah, bro, it's pre-recorded. That's how we're reacting to your live stream. I don't even know how that's possible. Um, but I wanna I wanna quote Hamza and ask him this question. Hamza, bro, and I don't I don't mean this to offend you, bro, but isn't I I don't watch you right now, you know. I'm not gonna a lot of people are commenting, you know, should I still watch Hamza? Should I stop watching Hamza? Listen, I'm not I can't give you a photo on that, bro. Listen, you gotta consult the scholar for that. But what I will say. When I used to watch him, he used to end every video with do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. So, bro, like, take your own advice. And I'm, I'm saying this because I'm coming from a place of love. If there's a big block that you feel and you want to do something like intrinsically, you know, this is something you should do, but you don't really feel like it. You're coming up with excuses. A lot of time. Yes, it is. What's was like intrusive thoughts. There could be a myriad of reasons. But if you know it has to be done, then there's only one way forward, bro. One hundred percent. I feel like there's something else I'm gonna say, but Jazakallah khair, dollars as salam. May Allah bless you and elevate you immensely. Allahumma amin. I mean, Allah bless you, brother. Bro, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say, man, is like Hamza. I know that he knows that as a man, our life is a struggle. Like to be a man is a struggle. For everyone to be alive is a struggle, but realistically for a man, it's the biggest struggle because of the priorities, or not priorities, but the responsibilities that are placed upon us as men. So if you're running away from this, um, the thing that I want to ask you, bro, is like, what else are you running away from? You know, so it's like, you said you, you do the general thing a lot. You do the self-reflecting a lot, which is great, bro. That's that's amazing stuff. So you should probably reflect on that. You're asking for some constructive criticism. Well, reflect on that and you know, ask yourself why why are you blocking yourself from this? And if you're blocking yourself from this, what else are you blocking yourself from? That's very beautifully said. And subhanAllah, this is why I think he needs to read the Quran because it will address exactly what he is thinking or feeling. For example, the end of Surah Taqweer, I won't play it because last time we got copyrighted. Um, so I'm just going to read the last few verses. Um, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, kind of asking like, so where, where are you going, right? So if, if Hamza theoretically is running from this, where is he running to? You know what I mean? Where is he going? And another kind of translation is, is like, what path are you going to take? What path are you taking? And then Allah says uh, that this is just a, a reminder for the whole world. It's not going to be forced on you. We're not going to be made to follow it. It's just a reminder. And if you want what's good for you, then you will follow it. And Allah says after that, to whoever, uh, to whoever of you wills to take the straight way, basically do so. But you cannot do it except by the will of Allah, the Lord of the world. So it's very clearly put there both for him and for us. Basically, where are you going? If you want what is good, the straight path, then follow it. It's just a reminder, right? But you won't you won't will it for yourself unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills for him and for us. So if he wants to, inshallah, if Allah wills, he will. And if not, at the end of the day, where are you running to? There are many mm. other verses, by the way, but I'll end there, inshallah. 
something I want to add to this, bro, is uh, if for some reason, Hamza, bro, if you if you're worried that you think it's a huge life change and and it's going to involve like a lot of changes, a lot of struggle, and and it's it's going to be difficult for you, like. Just remember, there's there's this one part in the Quran that literally, like, God is speaking to you, saying like that He intends ease for you, not difficulty. So it's like, yes, it's not saying that you'll never have difficulty, because bro, like, we're human. To live is to suffer. To live is to struggle. But it's saying like God intends ease for you. So even when there is hardship, there is ease that comes with that hardship and and god says allah says not just one ease but two eases so if you can get past that hardship then it's like you're, you're rewarded double two times the reward so um, again bro where are you going where are you running Beautiful. i think it's phenomenal bro i think this is called of allah because you said the two e the two rewards and two times the reward and i just wanted to put you know this the super chat right now because this, this is crazy bro the <laughs> y'all know what i'm getting to come on now the the wonderful brother and sister that uh donated the first uh 200 super chat we got another 200 super chat too um it's right here faith in allah gives you the ultimate strength while we're on the topic that, that and we got that so it's and you know at the end of the day May Allah bless you for donating and supporting the channel. Um, I mean, and I think it was it was kind of ironic when Anhel said that. <laughs> yeah, it's fun Allah. Uh, while we're while we're still on the topic, um, another one, four verses is Surah Al Asr. I think and Muhammad Ajab mentioned that this is good for red pill people. I think it's good for Hamza as well. Because if you think about it, it really speaks, I think, not just to everyone, but to Hamza in this particular situation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, Wal Asr. He swears by time. And not just time, Asr is time that's running out, right? So it's kind of tied with which like, where are you going? You know what I mean? Not linguistically, not like a scholar is not going to say that, but I'm for my point, I'm tying it in with that. Where are you going? You know, well, Asr, time, Allah swears by time that it's running out. He says, mankind is in loss. They're lost, right? They're struggling. They're suffering. They're lost. Except those who believe and do good deeds. And, and they exalt each other to the truth and they uh, exalt each other to patience. Right there. It's, bro, it's literally right there. If you mm. want to be from those who are successful at the end of this time, then believe, do good deeds, exalt yourself and others to uh, patience, exalt each, uh, yourself and others to the truth. That's it, bro. Don't mm. run from it, Habibi. Accept it. It's going to make your life better. It's going to make your life better. You think your life is good now. It's not. It is not. Your life will be made better. You'll be more content. That fear you have right now, you'll be on the other side of it. You'll never feel that, feel that fear again. Imagine mm. that. Never feeling this fear again. Bro, that's amazing. And I wanted to say that Islam was revealed from what I know about 23 years, right? It took 23 years for the entire Quran to be revealed to the Prophet from Allah, God Almighty, our Creator. Um, you know, and... Long story short, like for a large portion of that time, I don't want to say majority, I believe it's around 13 years or so, but for a large portion of that time, there was no halal and haram in a lot of regards. There was no sharia in the, in the sense that there's legal jurisprudence. It was just 
Tawheed. It was just adab, like manners, etiquette, and just belief in one God. Everything that all the messengers and prophets came to declare to us as mankind. So understand too that if you are worried, Hamza, that oh, once I become Muslim, now I got to fast every single Ramadan. Now I got to pray five times a day. Yes, you do. But again, look at, look at the way Allah has revealed Islam in the first place. 13 years, give or take. 13 years without all these things. And even, even when you look at, um, and I'm not talking about Salah and all that stuff, but just in, in general about do's and don'ts. And then when you look at, you know, even even understanding that this this video that Anho made on his self-improvement channel too, shameless plug, um, and he talked about this thing about self-improvement is gradual. It's gradualism. So, of course, I'm not going to talk about, you know, it's okay for you to, you know, take forever and it's okay, you know, it's not sinful for you to take baby steps and that's not what I'm going to say because it's not in my place to say that. But what I will say is when it comes to taking on too much more, it's not accepted, expected from you, bro. Allah doesn't expect perfection. Allah expects progress. Nothing is perfect. No one's perfect. Only Allah is perfect. So at the end of the day, you're not going to become like a five-star perfect Muslim with the beard and the thobe literally overnight. Like, it, you don't even have to do that. I'm just saying that as a joke. But at the end of the day, like, it's baby steps, bro. But the first step is to understand that, okay, if you really put your ego aside and you see that this is the truth, accept it. What comes after that? You know, it's like a ladder. You just build and build and build on top of that. You're not supposed to climb the whole ladder overnight, you know? Yeah, 100%. And just on that note as well, it is true that when you accept Islam, you have to pray five times a day and fast Ramadan and all these things that people might see as a burden. But once you get to a, I don't want to say certain level of practicing, but once you get to a certain level of God consciousness and a certain ideological level, understanding Islam as an ideology, you'll come to find that you're not burdened with fasting. You're blessed with fasting. It is a blessing fasting. Allah says in the Quran that we should fast so that we can achieve taqwa, which is God consciousness. Imagine living your life being conscious of God. Like what, have either one of you had a bad experience fasting Ramadan? Anhil, have you had a bad experience fasting Ramadan? No, because it's a beautiful thing, bro. Ask any Muslim or at least any practicing Muslim. They love fasting Ramadan. We cannot wait. We hope to die during the month of Ramadan because it's such a blessed time. Praying five times a day, bro, it's not a burden. It's a blessing. Five times a day to sit down, clear your mind, worship and connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one-on-one. Who wouldn't want that? You don't have that in your life. Not I'm using Hamza as an example, as kind of a variable, but it could be anyone. You don't have that in your life. Why wouldn't you want that? It's a blessing. It's not a burden. So why wouldn't you want to have this blessing in your life? And furthermore, Let's say you accept Islam and you should be praying, but let's say you're not. At least you're a Muslim. It is better that you accept Islam and that you're a Muslim who's at least trying to get to that place where they're praying five times a day and fasting than just not accepting it at all. And someone put it in the comments before. I lost the comment now. But they define what kafir, disbeliever is. Kafir comes from like kafara, which is uh, burying something. Like farmers, when they plant seeds and they're burying it, they're covering it up. That's what a kafir is. Iblis became a kafir not because he disbelieves in God. Shaitan, Satan can't disbelieve in God. He knows God exists. He's spoken to God before. He can't be like, oh, no, he doesn't exist. But he can reject God. He can reject God's message. He can reject what God orders him to do. That makes him a kafir. So Hamza, I think you know Islam is the truth. Habibi, Habibi, my brother, you know Islam is the truth. And I know you know it. And you know you know it. So don't be a kafir. Don't cover it up. If you know it's true, just accept it. Come. Come to the brotherhood. Come to the come to Islam, bro. We invite you. See, there's there's one thing I wanted to touch on, bro. 
And I remember I saw a meme. It was like, even Iblis is not an atheist, bro. SubhanAllah. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, man. SubhanAllah. Was there another clip we're going to react to for, from him? Yeah, was there that... was another clip. Um, Because again, he was very sincere in the stream. So we're just going to play that. But before I do, I'm just airdropping to the computer. But Anho, man, in your journey in you know just shy of two years, have you felt any blocks even after becoming a Muslim? Does it just become perfect after you become Muslim? You just say you believe and you're not going to be tested? Mm. No, you're, you definitely are tested. It's not perfect. Um, it's it's like with anything, you know, for every new level, there's a new devil. You heard that, right? Every new level is new devil or new devil is just something like that. Something like that. Well, it's like no matter where you're going, no matter what you're moving in, like there's always going to be struggles. There's always going to be like new things that you have to conquer. And I mean, you could see that as like, ah, oh, I, I, I have to do this. Or you can see it as like a blessing, like, wow, like I have the opportunity to do this. I have the opportunity to go into this new level and to conquer these new things. So like me becoming Muslim, it's like, did it come with problems? Yeah, there were some problems that came with it, but it was just, it was a new level. It was something new to conquer. And now that I've conquered that, Alhamdulillah, like now I'm entering another new level. And then from there, it's just like, it's again it's it's more to conquer more to conquer and i like I, I sound like a like a tyrant now like if i'm over here trying to lead a, a rebellion somewhere like, i don't know you, you guess you get what i'm saying bro you get what i'm saying I, I get you bro i get you and for anyone new right now wondering oh what did he even say what is the clip i'll put it one more time right now uh, it's a short like 30 second clip anyway um but before i do we got a super chat rami if you don't mind reading that SubhanAllah, you guys don't know the impact you have on the youth. Allah brought me to your channel a month ago, and since then, I've got my deen in order. Also put some other brothers on. Keep being real, my Allah bless you all. Habibi, Allahumma ameen. May Allah bless you as well. Jazakallah khair. Alhamdulillah, all good is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We started the stream with mentioning that no one's guided except if Allah wills. Uh, so we thank him and him alone. Alhamdulillah. And Jazakallah khair. And what was our intention? What was our intention when we started this podcast, bro? If we guide even one person, bro, it's enough. Alhamdulillah. It's enough. Literally, if we can change one person's life by the will of Allah, to just come closer to Allah, we've done our job. Alhamdulillah. So I'm going to play it right bro, now. Bro, bro, hold up. Yeah, before, you, before you play this clip, before you play this clip, let me finish my point. Because I'm over here talking about conquering and being a tyrant and all this stuff. And if Hamza's watching this, he's like, bro, what the hell are you saying? Listen, <laughs> listen, bro. Hamza, I know... You've been through stuff in your life, man, when you were a kid. You know, from the, the few things that I heard in the videos that you said. A few things that you said, you know, when we were talking on the podcast, if I remember correctly. Um, so I know you, you have that that trauma that you've been through. I know you self-reflect. I know you journal. I know you are doing the self-improvement. I know you want to be a better person, a better human being. I know you want to be a better man. Um and I know you want to ultimately be at peace. And I remember you asked me in the podcast, you said, what was the biggest thing that I experienced from, you know, becoming Muslim? And I told you it's, it's peace, bro. Because before Islam, like, I was always looking for that peace. I went through trauma, bro. Like, I was abused. 
I was abused as a kid throughout my entire childhood. So like I was always looking to get away from that, run away from that with all these things trying to distract myself. And then when I found the self-improvement, I was like, okay, I can actually heal from this. So I was constantly looking for ways to just get better so I didn't feel the pain anymore. So I didn't feel that that just the trauma just holding me back and making me act a certain way, think a certain way, feel certain ways and all this other stuff. And it wasn't until I became Muslim that I, I fully submitted myself to the creator. And it, it sounds weird, so I won't say any much more than that. But it's not till I became Muslim that I actually got the peace that I was looking for. And I know, bro, I know damn well that if you're on this journey and you've been through this stuff, I, I, you're also looking for that peace, bro. So quit mm-hmm. running, man. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. Uh, Right now. Just want to put them up just so we uh, show recognition. May Allah bless you for that. And Amen. to this one too, please start Discord server, inshallah. You guys say we got to do it now. It's too late. We got to start it up. But for anyone that made it here that missed what we covered so far, we did a little bit reacting to this clip. If you missed that, we're not going to react it again. We'll just rewind it later. But the clip that we did react to was this one. We've got AFHZY. What's your opinion of Islam as a way of life? I've made videos a while ago saying I respect Islam. I still do. Just something that I've like, I've had such a hindrance, like such a block to be able to to consider. I, I keep getting thoughts to to buy like an English version of the Quran and to read it. Hopefully, it's like a lot of the the um, the holy books are quite hard to read, even in English translation. But if it was easy enough to read and you know understand, I think that would be it would be so much development there for me to look into this. It's so weird that I have such a big block doing that. I've, I've had this thought of, okay, just go onto Instagram and just just order a, a Quran to your address. And I just don't, I just don't because I, I don't know, maybe it's like facing responsibility, it's facing, you know, there's a, a level of fear involved. There's a level of like hesitation and I just kind of push it off my mind. Then I hear about Islam again and, you know, it, it pops into my mind six months later, a year, a, a year later, a month later or something. And, you know, I see the three Muslims podcast, they're doing bits as well. I'm confused. Didn't we just watch this? Yeah, he was, yeah, bro. He was redoing it. I was oh. saying because a lot of people were like, oh, what happened? What even happened? What did we uh, react to? So, yeah. They could have just oh, rewinded. Oh. Huh? They could just rewind, bro. I know, bro, but people are people are lazy, bro. But anyway, here's the clip that I wanted to put up, uh, inshallah. I want to you know, kind of see what you guys have to say about that. To uh, Rami and Arno. Allahu Akbar, and you do something called takbirat, which you put your hands up like this. And then you basically stand like this with your right hand folded over your left, your right arm folded over your left. And you recite Surah Al-Fatiha. Can you teach me how to pray? Of course, bro. We got you, man. We got you. What did you write here, bro? On stream. We'll we'll do it on stream, bro. We'll do it live. Um, (laughs) Let's get Rami getting ready, bro. Go ahead, bro. Rami, do you want to kind of go over what prayer is how it's not just the secular spiritual it is a spiritual connection but it's not just about you but it's actually worship and do you want to then talk about like how we as muslims why we pray and just go into that yeah so firstly i want to say salatul jumrah speaking of prayer jumrah is, is a friday prayer we attend uh every friday uh, it's obligatory for men it's coming up soon so i'm gonna have to bounce sooner but to answer the question Salah, the word we use in Arabic when we talk about, oh, teach me how to pray. You don't need someone to teach you how to talk to God from your heart. 
you just like, hey, God, you know, thank you for what you've given me. I appreciate it. Can you give me this, this and that? Success in my business, good help. You don't need someone to teach you that. What we're referring to is something called salah. Salah linguistically means connection, right? And it's literally a connection with God in a way. And we have five of these a day. You know, they say Muslims pray five times a day. We have five obligatory prayers a day. You can pray more if you want. You can pray recommended prayers and stuff. But at least five obligations. So dua is the word we use uh, for kind of calling on God, speaking to him in a kind of uh, more, I would say, Christian sense of the word prayer. We only have the word prayer in English, right? <clears throat> but in, in, in uh, Islam, in Arabic, like I mentioned, salah is more specific. So what salah is, is it's a dedicated prayer at a certain time of the day. For example, Fajr is uh, an hour or so before sunrise. Maghrib is during sunset. Isha is later in the night. And then you have like Asr, which is like the midday prayer and Duhur, which is like the afternoon prayer. And you have a certain amount of time to pray these prayers. And it, it's good. It takes discipline and it's, it's beautiful. So what you do is you go, but you say Allahu Akbar, which means it is greater. And the blessing in saying that God is greater and not just the greatest is you're not just establishing that God is the greatest. You're establishing that anything that comes to mind, God is greater than that. So you say Allahu Akbar and you do something called takbirat, which like you put your hands up like this. And then you basically stand like this with your right hand folded over your left, your right arm folded over your left. And you recite Surah Al-Fatiha, <clears throat> which uh, should I recite Surah Al-Fatiha now? Go for it, go for it. Bro. <laughs> I love how you edited my cough. Bro. Listen, bro. I know, I know, I know, Rami are both laughing at the same thing I'm laughing at, bro. Remember when we were putting so much effort into these goofy edits? Not, not that, not clowning the editor or anything, because we're the one that told him to edit it like this. But we really thought like all this energy that we were putting in is what was actually going to help us take off on YouTube. But we forgot about, you know, it's our intention, Allah. and we lost exactly yeah. Allah and like just putting proper content out there and just letting Allah take care of the rest. Because not up to us anyway, bro. My man out here like putting a zoom in on every cough. Because everyone's too cracked out of their dopamine and subhanallah, bro. And you recite Surah Al-Fatiha. <clears throat> Which, uh, should I recite Surah Al-Fatiha now? Go for it, go for it, go for it. All right. Feel free to close your eyes, inshallah, if it helps. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين 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 رب that is a surah Amen. that we recite every single time we pray. And it basically translates to praises to God. Uh, Alhamdulillah, praises to God, the Rabbil Alameen, the Lord of all of the worlds, everything that exists. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Ar-Rahman is the one who is generally merciful to every, all of his creation. In this life, that's what Ar-Rahman is. And Ar-Rahim is the especially merciful who gives mercy to those who go, their, go out of their way to seek it. Ar-Rahim. Malik Yomiddin, owner of the day of judgment. You alone we worship. And when we say 
you alone we worship. What we're also saying is you are the only one I obey. I don't make my own laws. I don't let the government, I mean, we, we obey the law of the land, but I don't let them tell me what's morally right, what's morally wrong mm-hmm. in my religion, in my life. I, that's God's job, and I accept God. And you alone, we ask for help. We know that we can ask people for help, but it's not going to come to us unless God wills. Keep us on the straight path. The path of those who you have favored and blessed. Um, not those who have earned your anger or nor those who have went astray so you could see that the first the half, first half is praising god the second half is asking god so it's almost like a du'a like you're praying like you're asking god for things after you praise him and then the rest of it you know we go we bow basically to god we put our head on the floor to god and when we have our head on the floor we say which means Praises to God, the most high. So when our highest point is at the lowest part of the ground, or well, the ground, the lowest part, we say praises to God, the most high. Establishing that God is the highest, and compared to God, we're, we're basically nothing. We pray because God tells us to pray. We know that there's wisdom behind it. We know that there's benefits behind it. We know that. It, it, it increases us spiritually. It blesses us mentally. Uh, and even physically, certain positions that you enter in are, are good for your, uh, you know, your back and certain body parts. Even like going in a bowing position, it's, you know, it strengthens the legs in the back. <clears throat> and uh, although we do it for the sake of God, it does have those. Man, I just want to say right off the bat, like hearing Rami recite just brings me back to Canada, bro. <laughs> Just oh, bro, I was praying, all, all of us praying together, man. Mashallah, yeah. bro. I miss it. Mashallah. I miss y'all. Miss y'all for real. Too, bro. Inshallah, Allah, soon, man. Inshallah, Inshallah. Yeah. Inshallah. Okay. And, cool. and the next thing that I want to say yeah. is that I don't know if y'all feel the same way, but if y'all just kind of like forget that you're wearing certain clothing right now and like we're actually reacting to this, watching that stream. At least not the one with like all the edits, but like when you watch it and there's like almost no edits and it's just like all of us with Hamza, like it, it genuinely feels like we're actually there again. Like mm. we're actually talking with him and we're all together. And like it doesn't feel like this, like it's just us three right now. Yeah, bro. I felt that, bro. And I think that's because he has a very warm and sincere presence. He's not here with, you know, coming sideways or malintent or anything like that. Um, so it is it is definitely someone that is nice to have a conversation with um but guys please smash that like button if you made it this far let's get to 500 likes we can do it inshallah we got to get hamza to see this uh we got a comment here brother irfan writes dear brother allah bless you you're doing great work on this planet and we love you love you for the sake of allah too bro but on me on man anything you guys want to say before we uh wrap this up just again, man, he looked very sincere. MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. You know, like repeating the motions and all that. Bismillah. All that stuff. It's like he genuinely wanted to learn. So may Allah guide him to Islam. One thing I do want to say, something that came to mind is, you know, I'm, I have an elective in sociology now. Um, so, you know, I'm going to talk a lot about sociology and, and other things. Alhamdulillah. But uh, sociologically speaking, your environment is, is like everything. It's so important. Right. That's obviously why in like Christian majority countries, um, you know, they're, the majority of people are Christian. So the majority of people are born into Christianity, even if their their parents aren't Christian. That's what they're surrounded by. Right. So then we end up coming to after. Same thing with Islam, same thing with secularism, any political ideologies and stuff. 
I think if he were to spend like a week with Muslims, he'd be Muslim by the end of the week. But I, I believe truly because he's probably around people who are not practicing Islam. He probably doesn't go to the mosque. He's not around Muslim brothers. Uh, I think he has a girlfriend now as well. You know, it's, he's constantly bombarded with distractions, right? And what did Allah say in the Quran? He said, what is this life? Or this life is nothing but temporary delusional enjoyment, just distractions and enjoying yourself until you basically run out of time. So it's something else to be, you know, aware of. Jazakallah mm. for that, bro. I think that's a wonderful point to end it on. Unless uh, Ustad Anhel has anything to say. Ustad Anhel, bro. That's a praise where there is no praise to be due, bro. Um, I would actually recommend him to talk to Faraz Zahabi. Because I've seen that he's actually getting into the Muay Thai. So if you not if one, if he wants to get his Muay Thai and his MMA game on point, go ahead and talk to Faraz Zahabi. He's in Canada. He's in Montreal. And then when you're talking with him, inshallah, we can get you connected. But first, you mm -hmm. got to send us location so we can send you all the good stuff. <laughs> send and, Addy, um, bro. Send Addy. And send then from him. there, we can we can get you connected and all that stuff. But, bro, talk to Faraz Zahavi. Get your MMA, your Muay Thai on point. And, bro, he's Muslim. Like, and, bro, like, the stuff that comes out this dude's mind is insane, bro. He's just, he has a way of, like, just delivering. Mm -hmm. Uh, Islam and, and just the, the philosophy and just bringing it together so beautifully. I think you would actually benefit from it very greatly, Hamza, if you somehow see this. We did uh, we did three episodes with him. And the first one we did with him, you guys can search up the three Muslims, Faraz Zahabi. It was on philosophy. And I, I think that was the one episode from all the ones we did that I myself have replayed so many times, bro, because there's so much benefit into it. Um, so may Allah bless him and anyone that tuned in. Amen. Rami, Amen. do you have anything to say to this question? Allahumma ameen. And finding it hard to reconcile Islam and science, this video by Neil deGrasse Tyson explains it, it applies to the Quran too. I can't click that link, but maybe send it to my uh, my Instagram and my personal Instagram. And inshallah, I can respond to you there about that video in particular. Um, there, there's no need for a reconciliation of Quran and science. Because if you think about it, firstly, science doesn't come to any absolute truths. So you can't even absolutely go against or for the Quran. Secondly, the Quran is not a book of science, right? For example, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he talks about, um, you know, the, the Quran being a burning lamp and the, the, the moon being a light. Um, that's not supposed to be a scientific uh, finding or argument or point. It's just how it appears in the sky. You look up, the sun looks like a burning lamp. You look at the moon, it looks like a soft light. It's just how we see it, right? So to try and look at the Quran and read it from a, a kind of inductive manner, oh, let me test what it's saying in a very literal, uh, literary, physical, scientific manner. Well, you've already failed because that's not what the Quran is even aiming to do in most places. In certain things like embryology, that's very clear. It's explaining in different ways it could be interpreted, you know, what, what is supposed to be understood from these verses. And it could be scientific. Um, but to try and look at the Quran from a scientific perspective fails in the two ways that I mentioned. So I hope that helps. Also, again, just overall, go to Hamza Zorzis about this. I think you have videos on it, about the philosophy of science and um, why even, you know, induction never gets you to certain truths. So I think that will, inshallah, help you. But I, I hope that answer helped. All right. With that being said, guys, if you made it this far, please smash the like button, subscribe, share this video. 
I don't know if you could find Hamza. He got banned on Instagram, bro. Uh, Tay got banned from all socials. Sneeko got banned from Twitter, bro. They're coming for everyone. So uh, if you can find a way to get this to Hamza, that would be great. Inshallah, you can send him a DM or comment on his new video or something like that. Uh, but with that being said, any other questions, inshallah, Rami, Anhel, and myself will answer them. This Sunday, day after tomorrow, uh, Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I think it will be September 25th. So inshallah, I will see you guys then. Uh, one more thing. You're muted, bro. I was just saying, he just put the title of the video. Okay, okay, got you. Okay, sounds good. All right, guys. Rami, do your thing. Bismillah. And with that being said, Jazakallah khair for tuning in. Allahumma atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adab al-nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum as-salam.